Today is Monday, February 20th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Deloon. Do you know what your mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, pain levels, and energy levels all have in common? They're all deeply impacted by the health of your menstrual cycle. Taking care of your cycle is foundational to taking care of all of these aspects of your wellness, and Deloon supports your cycle health all month long. Today is a bank holiday, and on this podcast, we have a full bank of outrageous headlines. First, we have an update on the train derailment situation in East Palestine, Ohio. On Friday, just hours after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine spoke to residents and said that the state does not qualify for FEMA aid, he re-announced that the federal agency had changed course and actually would provide emergency aid. After telling the governor that the situation didn't qualify for assistance, FEMA is now sending a team to support ongoing operations and assessments of long-term recovery needs. Also, today the CDC's Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry has a team conducting an on-site assessment of chemical exposure, which surveys the impact of a chemical release on the nearby community. So far, the Ohio EPA maintains that both the air and municipal drinking water are safe, even as the residents of East Palestine report persistent nausea, headaches, rashes, and sore throats. When Pepto-Bismol could write a new jingle about your symptoms, it sounds like there is some legitimate cause for concern. This next story is quite a big one. After discovery documents from Fox News' $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit dropped late on Thursday night, more damning messages have emerged that show how everyone at Fox, from the producers to the anchors to Rupert Murdoch himself, were aware that Joe Biden was the winner of the 2020 election. However, they joined in knowingly perpetuating lies about election fraud and defamed Dominion voting systems in the process by saying that the machines switch votes from Trump to Biden. The lawsuit concerns claims that were made by Fox hosts and their invited guests such as Rudy Giuliani and his Z-list lawyer Sidney Powell. And because Dominion is suing for defamation, their awareness that they were lying is critical to the outcome. Unfortunately for Fox, it looks like there is copious evidence of that. The 178-page brief that was released last week included evidence of Tucker Carlson texting his producer that, quote, Sidney Powell was lying, Laura Ingram calling her a bit nuts, and Murdoch calling Powell's claims, quote, really crazy stuff and damaging in an email. Some phrases thrown around by Fox producers called the claims about Dominion and election fraud, quote, mind-blowingly nuts, totally off the rails, and completely BS. The obvious question is now, why would they go along with it? Not only did Fox have a preference for Trump winning, but perhaps more importantly, it was a profit issue. The network faced a ratings and stock price slide in the days after they had called Arizona for Biden, rightfully, and in the months that followed. Meanwhile, Trump was directing his followers to watch their competitor Newsmax, and they were evidently terrified of losing the viewership. In one message, the executive in charge of primetime programming noted that the disgruntled Fox News viewer wants Newsmax's brand of conspiratorial reporting and to not ever, quote, give viewers a reason to turn us off. Every topic and guest must perform with no unforced errors in content, such as abruptly turning away from a Trump news conference. At one point in November 2020, Murdoch was actually worried about a potential defamation lawsuit from Dominion and suggested that the network might have enough clout to be honest about the election if its biggest anchors, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram, 
could make a coordinated announcement that Biden had legitimately won. But that never happened, and newly released messages show executives acknowledging that if they had told the audience the truth about the election, it could destroy their business model. Yield free hand of the market conundrum. Kills your coup every time. And why wouldn't Fox want to burn $1.6 billion to reelect that guy? According to new reporting from Rolling Stone, Donald Trump promises to bring back firing squads and group executions if he wins in 2024. At least three sources told the publication that Trump has been repeatedly asking people what they think of firing squads, just asking for a friend, and has talked openly about bringing back death by hanging and possibly even by guillotine. In at least one instance in late 2022, he mused about announcing his intentions to bring back these execution methods in a flashy government-backed video ad campaign, which would include footage from the exact moments of death. The former president, who himself approved federal executions at a record-breaking pace during his term, also said at a recent campaign event that anyone who sells drugs should receive the death penalty. And what does this justice system think about someone who peddles worthless self-branded NFTs and stakes through the Sharper Image catalog? Election deniers everywhere and not a brain cell to think. On Saturday, the Michigan Republican Party voted for a woman named Christina Caramo to be their new state party leader. If her name sounds familiar, it might be because Caramo ran in 2022 to be Secretary of State in Michigan and lost. But like a true ascendant Republican, she refused to concede and unsuccessfully sued to throw out mail-in votes in Detroit. Just like the saying goes, those who can't win elections, coordinate them. Probably poorly. And finally for today, we have yet another member of the House of Representatives who embellished, aka lied, about his resume. This time, it's Tennessee Republican Andy Ogles, who claimed to be an economist, and also that he had investigated international sex trafficking when he served as a volunteer reserve deputy in his county sheriff's office. As it turns out, Ogles has no formal training as an economist, and though he reportedly signed up as a volunteer reserve deputy in 2009, he had no involvement in international sex crimes and left the position two years later after, quote, not meeting minimum standards, making no progress in field training, and failure to attend required meetings. It's giving Jared Kushner thinking he can solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict because he read like five whole books on Blinkist. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Deloon. Deloon creates high-potency, fast-acting supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. 92% of their customers report relief, and I am one of them. Deloon has made a bigger difference in reducing my PMS symptoms and cramps than years of using over-the-counter pain relief. And they're offering our audience their steepest discount yet, with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com slash announcements for 23% off, plus free shipping. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com slash announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Batches.